This is Radio Boston. I'm Tiziana Deering. I'm thrilled to be part of this organization and, and to be able to have the opportunity to lead this team. I like him a lot, and I believe he's the most capable person at this point in time to help us win next year. That was longtime Patriots head coach Bill Belichick and the team's owner, Robert Kraft, introducing Belichick as the Patriots head coach 24 years ago. In about an hour, the two of them are going to hold a press conference, and multiple sources are reporting this morning that they will tell us that Bill Belichick will no longer be the coach of the New England Patriots. A Belichick departure would end one of the most remarkable eras in football and in Boston sports. So let's dig in with what we know so far. Joining us now on the way to Foxborough, Tom E. Curran, Patriots insider for NBC Sports Boston. Tom, welcome. Good morning. How are you? I'm well, thanks. You know, this is sort of true inaction. You're on your way down there for the press conference. I'm sure you've been talking to others. What's the feel? What is the buzz right now, Tom? Well, I think it's a little bit of, you know, bittersweet and melancholy for folks who have experienced for 24 years the highest level of professional football that's ever been experienced by one fan base and organization in the history of the sport, the more than 100-year history of the sport, to go with unstinting excellence from really 2001 to 2018 was a remarkable accomplishment. And Bill, in his really enigmatic way, became part of the fabric of New England. So I think that this is, in many ways, the end of an era. It doesn't end the DNA that Bill left on the organization, but it certainly is the end of a a particular chapter for this team. So we'll know for sure what's happening in an hour. WBUR has been working to independently confirm this. Lots of sources saying this is what's... It's happening. Yeah. And you said earlier in the season that you'd heard this was going to happen. What do we know about what happened in the conversations over the last couple of days to finalize it? The decision was made weeks ago. And while if there was a late season flurry of success and conciliatory genuflecting from Bill that might have somehow swayed the crafts into giving Bill another year, how close or realistic that was is impossible to say. They were very committed in my mind and uh, in the, the view of folks who are close to the situation as of mid-November when the team had dipped to 2-8 and eight, and then, then went to 2-10. and 10. So um, the conversations this week, I don't think there was anything that Bill could do, say, or offer that would have changed the course of what was going to happen. So to be I clear, believe- Tom Curran, you're saying this was a Patriots organization call. They're the ones, not Bill Belichick. One million percent. So do we know what comes next? Oh, we may have lost. Begin there. Go ahead, Tom. For the New England Patriots, they yes. will begin their succession plan. And the most likely candidate would be Gerard Mayo, who was referred to by Robert Kraft last March as a certain candidate who could be an heir apparent to Bill. Additionally, last January, the Patriots made it very public that they were going to keep Gerard around for a long time with a press release, and that's something unusual that they never do. Gerard's in his mid-30s. He played for the team. He was in 
private business, working for Optum as an executive for a few years, and then Bill Belichick convinced him to return to coaching in 2019. And over the course of time since then, he has largely led the defense but not had the title of defensive coordinator because it was a shared responsibility with Bill's son, Steve. And they just kind of left it as Gerard as the linebacker's coach. But Gerard Mayo will most likely be the individual who replaces Bill. All right. Tom E. Curran, Patriots insider for NBC Sports Boston, on his way down to the noon press conference where multiple sources, including Tom, are saying we will learn that Bill Belichick will no longer be the coach of the New England Patriots. Tom, thanks for joining us on your way. Okay. Have a great rest of the day. You too. So this may well be the last time we really talk about Bill Belichick here on Radio Boston as the New England Patriots coach. So Chris Price joins us now, a Patriots beat reporter for the Boston Globe, uh, and Shalise Mansa-Young, who formerly covered the Patriots for the Globe and the Providence Journal, and uh, told me just recently here on air that she didn't think Bill Belichick would stay with the New England Patriots. Uh, Chris, welcome to the show. My pleasure to be here. Thank you. Great to have you. And Shalise, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me again. So, uh, Shalise, you were right. (laughs) Uh, Your reactions today? You know, it's funny. um, I was talking to my oldest, and I really, I know I said last week that I didn't think he'd be back, but I was still about 10% not sure that Robert Kraft would actually pull the trigger Um, but it's, this was necessary. It really was necessary. You can't take away anything that Bill Belichick did over his 24 year tenure with the new England Patriots. But as we have seen for the last few years, since Tom Brady left the team, they just, they haven't gotten better. He had four years to try to figure things out without Tom Brady. And each year things just got worse. So, Chris, I'll I'll come to you with, you know, Shalise sort of setting us up there. You know, six Super Bowl uh, rings, um, the title of a dynasty, right, in NFL football, um, just, you know, win and playoff year after year after year, um, close to the record for the most wins as a coach in NFL history. I think he's 15 wins away now. Um, And in his early 70s, so arguably only a few more years to coach, It really is different if Robert Kraft fires Bill Belichick, lets him go, versus Bill Belichick says, I'm heading out, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's to, you know, to to your point before, it's it's a seismic move on the NFL landscape. And it's also a seismic move when you talk about the history of this franchise. Six Super Bowl wins, nine trips to the Super Bowl, uh, a tremendous run of success, but it does mean something that Robert Kraft was the one who ended up making the decision. I maintained, like Shalise, that there was always a chance because Robert Kraft, we know, is a very loyal, you know, borderline sentimental guy. And I believe that, you know, Bill could have played on those heartstrings a little bit. That, look, you know, this is something that we built together over these 24 years. Let's give it one more try to see if we can make something of it here. Uh, and, and ultimately, Robert and perhaps others within the organization, I'm including Jonathan Kraft's name in there as well, but, you know, felt otherwise. And, and so, you know, they're they're off on a, you know, a, a brave, they're off into a brave new reality or a, a strange new reality here in so, Foxborough. You know, they, they haven't had to to do this in, you know, more than two decades. It, it's 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 going to be fascinating to see how this franchise, uh, you know, adapts moving forward. 
And just for listeners, so Robert Kraft, uh, either 80 or approaching 80, Jonathan Kraft, one of his sons, this is a family operation with a transition coming there as well. I think that's important context. And we're speaking with Chris Price of the Boston Globe uh, and Shalise Manza-Young. We've been speaking with Shalise all season, uh, looking to this possible uh, moment. In less than an hour, there will be a press conference. Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick of the New England Patriots will be there. Multiple reports this morning that at that press conference, they will announce that Bill Belichick will no longer be the coach of the New England Patriots. And sources are saying that that was a crash decision. Shalise, I'll come back to that. In a minute, I want to get sort of the most prominent stories in your mind from each of you about Bill Belichick. But I want to come back to that because the other thing that I think is important and notable this week is many people took the comments that Bill Belichick made at his press conference Monday morning after the last sort of ignominious loss from the New England Patriots where the opposing team actually made snow angels in the end zone on Sunday at Gillette Stadium, which is for sports fans, that's painful. Um, mm-hmm. He made comments that could have been interpreted as him saying, I want to stay. Yeah, he he did. And but I think I think that was a little bit a little bit self-serving. You know, as you mentioned, he's 15 wins away from surpassing Don Shula as the all-time winningest head coach in NFL history. And I think he probably it's it's going to be extremely difficult to start over somewhere else. I mean, and I think we spoke about this earlier in the season. Bill has built a little bubble of comfort around himself over the last several years. Both of his sons are on the coaching staff. The son of a longtime friend is his right hand man in terms of personnel. Former players are also on the coaching staff. I mean, is it realistic to think he can take all those people with him? I, I mean, his sons, I'm sure. Um, but I, I don't know that he could because the other, the, there's a lot that will have to happen, I think, for him to go somewhere else. And I, and, I, and I know Chris agrees with this. Thinking that Bill Belichick would have worked with another general manager, like they brought in somebody from the outside. Robert Kraft said, hey, I'm going to have a decision in who we bring in as a general manager after Bill has controlled everything for 24 years, I could never have seen that happening. So first, uh, I undershot Robert Kraft's age a little bit. He's 82 years old. And and just to remind listeners, part of the, the scenario people thought maybe would have Bill Belichick staying is if he was still the coach, but he didn't make the decisions about who's on the team, basically. It's the it's often the analogy is he, w- he would cook the meals but not buy the groceries. So Chris Price, <laughs> in our remaining time... The story of about Bill Belichick, the one you remember most that you think best captures him. Um, I, it feels weird to do this, honest to God. It feels after twenty four years weird to be having this moment. <laughs> but what's your story? Yeah, I, I just I, I can remember a couple of personal conversations that I've had with him, and just I, I don't. I've never met anyone who loves the game of football more in teaching the game of football more. That's what continues to drive him. And that's one of the reasons why I think he wants to find some way to stay in the game as a coach. You know, obviously, you know, the record is very, very important to him. And, you know, the, 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 you know, the financial reward that comes with it and, you know, all of the praise. But this is a guy who, even as late as last offseason, would fly to Tennessee to work out a prospect. He's a guy who would stand in the corner of the end zone during training camp to, uh, 
you know, work with a backup long snapper on proper technique. There are things that he does. His fingerprints are all over the organization. Uh, and, and I think that that's a positive and a negative. But I think from a positive perspective, this is a guy who just loves football. He's been around it all his life. His father played football. His father was a football coach. It's in his DNA. It's part of who he is. So I guess really for me, that's the biggest takeaway. This is a guy who loves football. This is a guy who will continue to do whatever it takes to stay in the game moving forward because, again, it's just in his DNA. It's who he is. So, Shalise, you were on the Patriots beat for a long time. What about your story? You know, so one little personal anecdote is um, I went to Syracuse and he, you know, Belichick loves the late running back, Jim Brown. They worked together uh, on some charitable initiatives together. And I remember one time seeing Bill in a Johns Hopkins sweatshirt. And I said, well, how come you're not wearing Syracuse for Jim Brown? And he just kind of grunted at me um, because it was, uh, you know, Johns Hopkins. He was very good friends with Dave Petromala, who was the head coach of the lacrosse team at the time. Um, but, you know, as Chris alluded to, one thing that I, I always go back to with him when people talk about him as a coach is the 2011 Patriots team that lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl the second time. Statistically, that was the worst passing defense in the history of the NFL up to that time. And he made the maneuvers that they still got to the Super Bowl. So I think that, you know, when you look at that, he was brilliant in, and the funny thing is he found out what you did best and he played to your strengths. And as simple as that sounds, there are not all NFL coaches look at it that way. A lot of guys are, this is my system. This is what I'm looking for. And oftentimes they're trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. And Bill never did that. He looked at what your strengths were. And it's not that he wouldn't try to make guys better in those areas of weakness, but he figured out what you were best at and he put you in a position to succeed. So uh, if, if I could just if I could just follow yes. up on Chalice's point really quickly, there's a reason that his game plan when he was the defensive coordinator for the New York Giants, there's a reason that his game plan, not Bill Parcells, not anyone else on that team, it's his game plan is on display at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It, it, he, he was a guy who looked at the game from a completely unique perspective and was able to outthink you, was able to outmaneuver you and was able to more often than not get the better of you in the end. Well, and uh, also his game plan from the first Super Bowl win. You know, let's yeah. not forget that was the greatest show on turf. St. Louis Rams set a record for for most points scored that season. The Patriots were massive underdogs in that Super Bowl. And again, you know, as Chris alluded to, his defensive game plan from that game is on display in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. A fitting way to note uh, about a half an hour away press conference with the New England Patriots. It's expected. They will say Bill Belichick will no longer be the coach. Shalise Manza Young, former Patriots beat reporter, Chris Price, Patriots beat reporter for the Boston Globe. Thanks so much to both of you for joining us. Thanks, Thank Tiziana. And we reached out to our texting group this morning. Just two quick texts. Shyla from Boston says in part, I know he has a challenging personality at times, but he did his job and more here during his time with the Patriots. Yolette from Randolph, I think it's necessary for him to move on. I'm grateful to him for the many victories the team has had. There's more ahead. You're listening to Radio Boston.